Wow. Damn. I didn't expect that. I thought the Niners would win, but not like that. Uh, what an announcement to the entire league. The 49ers are legit. They are Super Bowl contenders. And, like, it's funny. The defense has been playing extremely well, like, five games in a row during this, what, six-game winning streak. Um, the defense has been great. But that's not why the Niners are legit Super Bowl contenders. Maybe in the past, defense won championships. But quarterbacks win championships now. And the Niners look like they have their quarterback, at least for the rest of this year. Brock Purdy was really good in this game. I want to get into it. Rick, first, Rick says, real bad day for Jimmy worshipers. Also, do you know why they call Purdy Baby Bosa? I don't know why they call him that. But it is a bad day for the Jimmy worshipers. Great game, BP. We are going to the national championship. You mean the Super Bowl. Let's talk Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Now... We got to wait and see how the league adjusts to Brock Purdy. But look at his skill set. He actually can make, he can move. He can make pass rushers miss. Jimmy can't do that. He wants to improvise. Jimmy doesn't want to do that. He wants to throw down the field. Jimmy doesn't want to do that. He scores touchdowns. Jimmy Garoppolo seems to settle for field goals a lot. So um, kudos to Brock Purdy for seizing his moment. It seems like he's the real deal, unlike Nick Mullins or C.J. Beathard. It looks like he's pretty freaking good he doesn't have the strongest arm but so far it doesn't matter he has touch he throws the ball down the field he's not just a dinker and a dunker even though he has a semi-weak arm he pushes the ball down the field um so let's give Kyle Shanahan some credit drafted Brock Purdy developed Brock Purdy had him on the team had him ready for this moment so give Kyle Shanahan all the credit for that but what I think is kind of funny is you'll see people taking it a step farther further farther further farther and say Kyle Shanahan is the reason Brock Purdy's playing so well. Kyle Shanahan's the greatest coach of all time. Look what he did with Jimmy. Now look what he's doing with, with Brock Purdy. I want to flip that around a little bit. Was Kyle Shanahan making Brock Purdy look good, or was Brock Purdy making Kyle Shanahan look good? Because the way I look at it, I mean, Kyle Shanahan got Trey Lance hurt by using him recklessly. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt because he always gets hurt because he makes poor decisions. Kyle wanted him on the team. And he backed in to playing Brock Purdy. He never would have played Brock Purdy if those other guys didn't get hurt. So Kyle Shanahan is looking at these quarterbacks every day in practice since May. And he doesn't want to play Brock Purdy until he has to. And now he's a genius. I think it's interesting. Kyle Shanahan is continuously bailed out by these kind of things. Like... He traded three first-round picks for Trey Lance, who was a project. He never actually did any work on the project. Ruined the project, at least for now. Uh, brought back Jimmy Garoppolo, who got hurt again, uh, predictably. Didn't draft Patrick Mahomes. Didn't sign Tom Brady. I mean, compounded the quarterback problem year after year after year. And now he may have found a solution with the final pick in the draft who got on the field because the other guys got hurt? And that's why the Niners might win the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, I mean, Kyle Shanahan gets some credit, but let's give Brock Purdy some freaking credit. And frankly, if Kyle Shanahan had this epiphany a little earlier, would the Niners have lost to Denver? Would they have lost to, uh, who else did they freaking lose to? Atlanta. What was the other game? Well, those two. Would they have lost those two games? I don't know. It just seems like Brock Purdy put in the work, 
do this here in OTAs, mini camp, training camp. If you liked him, I mean, the Niners said they liked him, right? They didn't want Nate Sudfeld. They had him on the team. They were going to have him as the backup. And then at the last minute, they're like, you know what? We need Jimmy Garoppolo, who's had no offseason. Jimmy did a fine job this year. But he's not as good as Brock Purdy. He's not. So I think it's, it's kind of funny how we can see Kyle's not really good at evaluating quarterbacks. But you know what? He's got Brock Purdy. Someone decided this guy was worth the draft pick. Maybe it was Kyle. Maybe it was John Lynch. He's on the field now, and frankly, the Niners are legit with him. They can win the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm thinking they should be in the NFC Championship game minimum because now they have a quarterback who can make plays beyond what Kyle Shanahan draws up. So Kyle Shanahan gets credit. The organization gets credit. But let's not absol- Let's not take all the credit away from Brock Purdy. He's improvising on the field. He's making Kyle Shanahan look a lot better than he's been the last five years. So I think it's a great story. And uh, it doesn't mean he'll be the starting quarterback next year. It doesn't mean he'll be the starting quarterback in two weeks. He's hurt right now. Not injured, but hurt. Hurt is oblique. Had to leave the game. They said he, that wasn't the reason he left the game. They were winning by so much they pulled their starters. They said he could have finished it, but they also said they're going to have to see how it feels tomorrow, and they're not sure if he can play against the Seahawks. Oblique injuries are tricky for people who throw pitchers, quarterbacks, and uh, if it's not bad now, it could get worse if they're not careful. So all of a sudden, the Niners need to treat Brock Purdy extremely carefully because he's, he might be special. I'm not saying he's special yet, but he might be special. What he did today was special in a way that I feel like Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't ever played. We didn't see him play like I've never seen Jimmy Garoppolo play like this today. So good for the 49ers. After the game, Nick Bosa said, we have a quarterback. Well put. Well put. It seems like the team is sold. So they got a guy they can rally behind for the rest of the season. And if he wins the Super Bowl, then he's their franchise quarterback. If not, then they have a very interesting dilemma in the offseason. Good place to be. Lycan says, it's time to Brock and roll Niner gang. Yeah. Brock and roll all night and party every day or part of the day. Travis says, I guess you lost your bet with your dad. Oh, yeah. I made a bet with my dad. $100 bottle of wine. That, that Purdy would have a quarterback rating under 95. I lost. I'm going to have to get him one hell of a bottle of wine. Hero Winchester says he is the would-be king. The sword has been pulled and the torch has been passed down. Crazy to think that all this time Brock was the guy. It's crazy. He really was uh, King Arthur. The Niners get credit for picking him, but he was working on his craft in front of them for months, and the Niners were like, I don't see it. I didn't see it either. Is Brock Purdy the end of the Trey Lance era? We're going to talk about that. I understand that's on your mind. Let's talk about it, but I'm going to get there. Grant, hold Kyle uh, accountable for the Debo injury. I know. We don't know how serious it is, but that was really, really avoidable. We'll talk about that, too. Brock seems like a hybrid of Jimmy and Trey. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But he seems like he's a gamer for sure and a playmaker. Matthew Sanders says, Grant, can you explain again why McCaffrey can't run inside and how dumb Kyle is for running him inside? Please, I would like to hear it again. He's not a powerful running back. He's not. Good game today. Every running back played well today. But I think it's a mistake to run him between the tackles consistently. You saw a lot of bad defenses shut him down that way. Oh, you were trying to dunk on me today. Okay, I feel you, Matthew. Gregory says, might be time to apologize to John Lynch for this. We upgraded our QB room since all we, since we all roasted him for that at the time. Great find in the draft. Yeah, man, I, I didn't like that pick at all. Uh, now I do. 7-Eleven says, finally, I gets rewarded for a sick double move with the deep ball. Amazing. Yeah, Jimmy wouldn't have thrown that pass. 
49ers daddy says Purdy looks great and way better than Jimmy. This team is really talented, so is this more about how good Purdy is or how bad Jimmy is? Uh, I think it shows how Jimmy's contributions were always overstated. Yeah, he had a good win-loss record, but a lot of people could do what he did in this situation. Beathard and Mullins weren't two of them. But Purdy, Purdy's elevating the offense. Rookie last pick in the draft. Are you surprised you predicted low scoring? I am surprised. That's why I gave Brock Purdy an A+. I didn't think he had it in him. Purdy is a less athletic, more experienced Trey. I have nothing in common. But I know why you say that. So is Trey just chopped liver now? Give me a break. I do not think he's chopped liver now. No. Hayden says, give Kruger his flowers. Kyle loves injured quarterbacks. Uh, Kruger definitely deserves more than flowers. He gives flowers, cookies, all of it. John Farr says, how do you feel about Purdy's running style versus Lance's style? I personally kind of prefer the quick, evasive scrambling like Mahomes or Wilson in order to make a play versus the Lance Newton style. I actually think Lance is a good um, scrambler. It's when it's just all the quarterback runs they call for him between the tackles, which they don't call for Purdy. BCB is like the water boy Bobby Boucher. My dad called him Harry Potter. Yeah, he's all the, all the fairy tales. Digital Drew says KS or BP, both. Play calling is on point. Boots and rollouts are amazing tools for young QBs with a suspect O-line. BP is executing. Did we have to wait until his third string QB to figure this out? Yeah, those bootlegs, though. I mean, guys, he's got a guy in his face immediately, and then he makes the guy miss. I mean, I think he's making Kyle look pretty good right now. I don't know. Maybe Kyle will turn the favor soon. Sven says, when did you ever hear the team talk this way about Trey, the way they talk about Purdy? Dude is special. Um, well, Purdy's only, I mean, Trey's only played four games. And uh, he didn't play any games. I mean, I, he only played four games. And frankly, Trey Lance is a project. Purdy's not. This team doesn't want a project. They want a guy who's ready to go. That's Purdy. That doesn't mean Purdy's going to have a better career than Trey. Unless you like evaluating quarterbacks based off their first four starts. Do you think we could start running zone reads? Sure. Here and there, as a changeup, get the wine ready for your dad. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Bro, why can't you just pay Vish, uh, get Mondays with Vish? Is that the real? Is that the issue? Money? I didn't know that was the issue. Ethan M says, looking like BP versus Trey Lance in a quarterback competition next year. Could be. Uh, Seth Harvey says, let's be real. 185 passing yards, two TDs is a great stat line, but with these talents on offense, it's nothing breathtaking. Pump the brakes. He threw three passes in the second half. He did most of that in the first half. So, you pumped the brakes. <laughs> Purdy did really well at avoiding sacks. Nice job. I know, right? Like, I, that's what Garcia and Young used to do. Debo has a high ankle sprain three to six weeks. Is that the official diagnosis? Let's see. Debo, Samuel, high ankle. Who said that? Four to six weeks. Okay. So, he'll be back roughly for the playoffs, according to Ian Rappaport. Uh, how serious is Brock's injury? They say it's not serious, but let's see how he feels tomorrow, right? Um, he left the game. It's a short week. It's an oblique. It's hard to throw if you got to mess up oblique. Flav punching the air right now. Jimmy's done in SF. Yup. Bye-bye, Jimmy. About time. What bottle? I bet my dad a $100 bottle of wine that Purdy would have a low quarterback rating, below 95. Purdy Rudy 2.0. Connor Cock says, Coach Cock says, Coach, Coke, it's Coke. Not, I don't think it's cock. I think it's Coke. Sorry. Is it? Pause. Is it time that uh, to acknowledge that JG was holding back the Niners' offense and not Kyle? Watching Brock in there makes me think Banana Hands hasn't been figured out. Well, who the hell was playing Jimmy instead of Brock? Kyle. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like Kyle has to like own that. 
Nathan says this defense is great. I know it's one game, but hopefully Purdy keeps playing like this. Hey, banana hands running Debo between the tackles. Why run him when you got Mason? I see what Jerry posted about. Yes, I did see what Jerry posted about that. We're going to talk about that. Does Brian Greasy deserve some credit for improved quarterback play this year? Purdy and Jimmy. Absolutely. Yes. Brock Purdy is the first rookie quarterback to beat Tom Brady. Good for Brock. It's that's true. Kyle looked like he actually trusted Purdy. Yeah, that's true. Calling like deep throws down the field. Uh, felt like when he in the red zone, he's going for seven. Yeah, agree. All right, moving on. Jimmy Garoppolo. So Jimmy Garoppolo is set to be a free agent. He's not going to play again this year. He needs to be healthy when free agency starts, and he's not going to jeopardize that for the 49ers, uh, considering he's not signed with them next year. If the Niners want to give him an extension now, I'm sure he'll come back and try to gut it out injured, but I don't think he's getting that extension from the 49ers. I think it's funny is the Niners have been trying to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo, but scared to do so. And they've made some very big moves to move on. Three first-round picks they traded for Trey Lance, but never really gave Trey Lance a chance or haven't yet because he's a project. They don't want to take one step back, take three steps forward. So they kept Jimmy Garoppolo around, kept him around until finally young King Arthur, Brock Purdy, pulls Excalibur out of the stone and does it for like $400,000 instead of $80 million. And now the team's looking like, what do we need to pay Jimmy Garoppolo for so he can play eight games a year and get hurt when Brock Purdy can do more for way less? And so now I think you're looking at, first of all, Jimmy's done here. He, maybe he thought he could come back if Purdy stunk and Lance, you know, you don't know what you got from Lance. Maybe, maybe one more year with Jimmy Garoppolo. No, you're done. And so maybe that's a good thing for Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe he doesn't want to come back. But I think what's funny is his resume is starting to look flimsy. His entire resume is his win-loss record. And now what we're going to see is the Niners reel off a bunch of wins with Brock Purdy, and all of a sudden Jimmy Garoppolo's win-loss record isn't going to look – it's not going to carry any weight. I mean, if we're, like, Jimmy Garoppolo's fans judge him solely on the end result of the game, win or loss. Well, by that metric, Brock Purdy's way better than him. Never lost. Undefeated. And he beat Tom Brady. Jimmy never beat Tom Brady. So in all seriousness, when Jimmy gets to, to free agency 100% healthy and he starts talking to teams and he's like, this is what I'm worth, and they're going to say, well, how, why do you think you're worth $100 million? And he's going to say, I mean, did you see how many games I won with the 49ers? They're nothing without me. And they're going to be like, what are you talking about, man? They just won the Super Bowl without you. Or they just went they just went really far with an undrafted rookie free agent who put up better numbers than you. So if the winning wasn't a product of you, then all you are is your limited skill set at 31 years old in, in, in a body that gets injured a lot. So, look, I mean, this really doesn't impact the 49ers, but well, it does in the sense that if he becomes a very highly paid quarterback by some other team this offseason, the Niners get a third-round comp pick. But the better Brock Purdy plays, the less likely any team's going to look at Jimmy Garoppolo like he's some type of savior. They're going to see him for what he is, worse than Brock. A guy who can function if you put him on a team with the best defense and the best playmakers in the league. But a lot of quarterbacks can function. I mean, Brock Purdy's doing more than functioning. He's flourishing. Jimmy Garoppolo was over here struggling to put up 22 points a game with all of this. Brock Purdy, 33 points and 35 points. So I, I feel like Brock Purdy's costing Jimmy Garoppolo money. Jimmy Garoppolo's costing Jimmy Garoppolo money. I feel like people are going to see him for what he is. Um, just because Brock's going to do everything he can do but better. 
Uh, hold on. Purdy's fave cereal is for sure Flutie Flakes. <laughs> Can we get a victory, Fernando? Fernando! Fernando. That's a song by ABBA. My mom loved ABBA, and she used to play them all the time. Not all the time. And, I, you know, ABBA's okay. They're cool. But, like, the, the greatest hits of ABBA, like, the eighth song would be that song. And I, whenever they get there, I'd be like, all right, mom, that, all right. <laughs> okay, we've got to Fernando. Can we turn on something else, please? But in retrospect, I kind of like that song. And when I sang that earlier this season, my little nephew, my little nephew, 12 years, 12 years old, thought that was the funniest shit ever. So shout out Sam. Seth Griffin says, should we pump the brakes on Brock? Super excited, but let's see how these next few games go. Um, yeah, you can pump the brakes on him. I'd like to see them keep him healthy. Have a little Stockholm Syndrome after years of Jimmy Garoppolo. Fair. Fair. Seth says, Grant, we know you're mad about this win. I'm not mad about this win. I picked the Niners to win. Do I look mad? Why would I be mad? Do you understand how many hits I've gotten today? Do you understand how Brock Purdy has re-energized this fan base? I mean, frankly, if Brock Purdy goes on a deep run in the playoffs, I'm going to make so much money. So, nah, I'm not mad. I mean, I can always, you know, make something out of nothing when the Niners lose and become irrelevant, but it's better when they're relevant. Zach Wilson or Brock Purdy before the draft and now? Yeah, I don't know about that Zach Wilson guy. He looks awful. And Brock Purdy seems a lot better. So I'll go with Brock, maybe. Matthew says, here's $2. What's the status on Debo? Uh, high ankle sprain, four to six weeks. Although I, I, don't, I think that's what they, it's what they think. He hasn't had his MRI yet, so we'll find out tomorrow. But most likely a high ankle sprain. All Purdy does is win. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Jesse says, Brock Balboa to the moon. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Alex says, Jimmy, thank you for your time here. I hope you the best wherever you wherever else you go this offseason. Unquestionably, undoubtedly, we have our backup starter in Brock Purdy. Yeah, man. Brock Purdy ended the Jimmy Garoppolo era today. Thank you, Brock. Julio says Kyle definitely took more risks with Purdy than with Jimmy. Pur Purdy looks way better than 10. Purdy will struggle down the road, but at least he's a rookie and not a 30-plus veteran making rookie mistakes. Agree. Agree. Bob says in the presser, Kyle said maybe quarterback runs since Purdy moves well as QC. Your number one job right now is shutting that down. Agree. Kyle said it as a joke, but it probably wasn't a joke, and he needs to knock that off. Rock out with the Brock out, says Goldblooded. Ken says Kyle put the whole team together. All credit to him. Um, and John Lynch and the front office. All credit to them. Kyle pissed off Jerry Rice. Please don't do that. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll talk about that. Love the show. Keep, you, uh, keep up the good work. I know it's been said, but why did we not see this offense with Trey Lance, the boots? No quarterback dives. Hope Trey Lance gets this offense. We did see it against Houston last year, which is so crazy that Kyle Shanahan uh, stopped calling games like that. I, I maintain that Kyle overreacted to training camp. Uh, Trey Lance had an up-and-down training camp against the best defense in the league. You see what it is. And I think Kyle's like, oh, he's not ready. So he called, the way, he called plays the way he did when he should have just kept calling them the way he did last year for Trey. So nice to see a quarterback that isn't a statue in the pocket and extend plays. I know it's like... Oh my God, he can do that? Are you allowed? Is that against the rules? Dre Greenlaw playing great. Absolutely. He's playing great, great football. All pro football. Niners offense hasn't looked this good in years. Yeah, agree. Seems like everyone is really is ready to call Brady Wash instead of acknowledging the Niners defense is just that damn good. The streak continues. I agree. I would not call Brady Wash. Jordan Chapman says, understand Kyle's job depends on Trey Brock's a good story, but Trey is the franchise. Yeah, they're not just going to give up on Trey. They're way too invested. 
Matthew Sanders says if Jimmy gets a third Super Bowl ring on the bench, can he trade all of them for in for uh, one starter equivalent? Bench three, get one free, honorary degree, and faculty? No. It doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jan Evander says, you see the pick of Kyle Shanahan talking big, uh, talking a big uh, <laughs> cock Brock at his locker. It will be enshrined in the Niners Hall of Fame if we win the Super Bowl. What are you thinking he was telling him? I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but I'd like to see it. Sorry. How do I become a member? You got to do it on your laptop or your PC, not on your phone. Go to my channel on your laptop. There should be a big join thing right there. Um, Matthew says, when is Kyle going to realize Jordan Mason needs to be getting the ball at the goal line? Great back to give CMC some relief. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that. Melvin says, uh, your dad was 100% about the blowout. and He win the bottle of wine. He's a much better football analyst than me. Grant, you're the best. Your coverage is unrivaled. Thank you, California Beer. I appreciate it. All right, moving on. So we talked about Jimmy Garoppolo's future. It's not looking great. Let's talk about Trey Lance's future. I know that's what all you guys want to know. What's up with Trey Lance? Well, the way I look at it is it's a good problem to have. Two quarterbacks who are young and promising. Trey Lance is younger than Brock Purdy. So if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl this year, I think it'd be fair to keep him as a starting quarterback. But that hasn't happened yet. If he plays well but doesn't win the Super Bowl, then you could have a competition next year. What you don't do is trade Trey Lance now because you gave up three first-round picks and a third for him. If you trade him now, you might get the third-round pick back, but that's it. His, his value couldn't be any lower than it is right now. Nothing because of anything he's done, simply because the Niners haven't developed him or kept him healthy so why give him away for pennies on the dollar when you really don't know what you have in Brock Purdy yet when the season's over he'll either be a Super Bowl champion with like eight starts or a promising young quarterback with like seven starts so also the 49ers have shown they can't keep quarterbacks healthy Brock Purdy's hurt now oblique strain so why not have both why not have both? There's a possibility that Brock Purdy is a good story, but ultimately a little limited physically, and he'll get figured out by the league. It's possible. Or it's possible he's a franchise quarterback the next Tom Brady. It's possible that Tom Brady, that Trey Lance is a bust, and it's possible that once he gets a little playing time, he will improve and far exceed what Jimmy Garoppolo or Brock Purdy or anyone else on this team could give the Niners a quarterback. There's no reason for the 49ers to give him away and not find out. Because what they could do is overreact to seven or eight games from Brock Purdy, send Trey Lance somewhere else, and he becomes a great quarterback, and they're stuck with someone who's good, not great, or serviceable. I mean, this is what the Niners did with Jimmy Garoppolo. They traded for him. He had five good starts. They gave him $130 million. Now, the Niners aren't going to give Brock Purdy an extension after this year, but they're going to be making some very big quarterback decisions. And... I don't think the right move would, would be to give Trey Lance away for free, essentially, uh, based on what's going on this offseason, this, this year. Trey Lance needs to be here. They're too invested to give up on him. Uh, they can't keep any quarterback healthy. Good to have two. two. Two young ones you can develop. So this makes the offseason very interesting. I mean, if, he can, if, if Brock Purdy continues playing like this, there will be a legitimate conversation. Who should start next year? And I'm sure there'll be that conversation in the, in the locker room, too. But, uh, yeah, Trey Lance is not going anywhere yet. Not going anywhere yet. Great story for Brock Purdy, but 
don't forget about Trey Lance. He still hasn't gotten his opportunity. He hasn't. So I think what we're going to see is a Trey Lance, uh, Lance Brock Purdy quarterback room next year, um, which is what it should have been this year. Mark, new member, thank you. I'm nobody you need to know. Don't be so hard on yourself. Says time for Purdy to show that if we had him instead of CJ and Nick, there'd be no talk about Jimmy being a winning quarterback. Well, he's in the process. That is what he's doing. Uh, this is completely off topic, but did you see that underhanded pass from Mahomes? I did. Our defense has to be ready to beat him if we want to win the Super Bowl. Agree. Agree. It does seem a little rich to think that Brock Purdy could beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, but hey, I, th I think he's got a better chance than Jimmy. Look, we are on a roll right now. Scary. We sure. We. we? Yeah, we certainly are. You are. Does Kyle have more trust in Brock than Jimmy? He threw two, two touchdowns outside the numbers of 10-plus air yards. Jimmy has had one all season. Okay, if Kyle had more trust in Brock than Jimmy, then Brock should have been playing the whole time. And that's what kills me when something like this happens and people are like, oh, man, Jimmy's playing. I mean, Kyle's playing 4D chess, and he knew this. and it, it, it. He could have had Brock out there way earlier while they were struggling scoring points. I don't know. Justin says, Grant, this has got to be the most dominant stretch of defense you have ever covered. I remember Harbaugh-era game in New England, and he wasn't this shook. Maybe, maybe, possible. Uh, I'd have to go back and compare. I mean, those teams with Justin Smith and Patrick Wills are pretty special too. Dude, what's your record versus your pops? I've been on a little bit of a winning streak, but I think it's pretty even, I want to say. I won a bunch this offseason. Rick, thank you. All right, let's talk Tom Brady. Before this game started, I felt it was a virtual certainty that Tom Brady would be the starting quarterback of the 49ers next season. And a lot of people around the league think that too. I interviewed a Bucks insider. He thought the same thing. I didn't put it in his head. I think the Niners think it. I think Brady thinks it. But what's crazy about this season is that Brock Purdy just entered the chat. Brock Purdy is the fly in the ointment. And he just might win. I mean, he just destroyed Tom Brady. They were on the same field, not playing the same defense. Just destroyed Tom Brady. Could win the Super Bowl this year. If Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl this year, I don't think Tom Brady's coming to the 49ers. But there's no guarantee that's going to happen. And part of the Niners' decision at quarterback this offseason is what to do about Tom Brady. Here's how I, here's how I interpret the things with Brady that happened this offseason. He retired January 29th. Then the 49ers, then he came back to the Bay to like spend time with his family. In the meantime, the 49ers hired Brian Greasy, who played college football with Brady and I th it's, it was pretty much documented that Brady was trying to find a way off the Bucks. he retired but really he just didn't want to play for the Bucks anymore I think he saw this coming but he couldn't get away they wouldn't trade him they said they'd trade him for five first round picks wasn't going to happen so he comes back he gets divorced he soldiers through one last season with a terrible Bucks team and I think he's thinking next year I'll finish my career where I should have where I should have been the last few years with the 49ers, and I think the Niners probably were prepared for it. I mean, when they hired Brian Greasy, that was such a head-scratcher because he, he's not like Trey Lance. He's never coached before. He doesn't, he's never developed a quarterback, but he knows Tom Brady. And the way I was thinking is if you have Brady and Kyle Shanahan on the same team, the first thing everyone's going to say is, well, that's, they can't coexist. They're going to fight. You know, Brady's going to want input. Kyle's going to push back, and they're not going to get along. Well... If you have Brian Greasy going back and forth, they never, Kyle and, and Brady never have to have a face-to-face -face conversation. Brady says, hey, tell, tell, Brady says to Brian Greasy, hey, tell Kyle I want to do this. Greasy goes over to Kyle's offense, tells Kyle. Kyle says, I hate that. 
Tell Brady I'm not doing it. And Brady run, and Greasy runs interference so that neither one gets their feelings hurt. That's what I thought the whole That's what I thought the whole thing was. And when you go back and look at how the 49ers used Trey Lance this year as a running back, it makes you feel like, hey man, maybe they weren't super invested in Trey Lance's future anyway. Maybe they're thinking, you know, well, let's get through this one more year and get Tom Brady next year. So there's still an outside shot that that happens. He's not going back to Tampa. That team sucks. And he's from out here, and he wanted to be out here a few years ago. The Niners passed it on him, so now they're going to have to decide, is Brock Purdy a better option than Tom Brady? I don't know. If you put Brady on the 49ers today and Brock Purdy on the Bucks, would the Niners have lost? I don't think so. I think what we saw today is a quarterback who had a terrible offensive line. That being said, Brady missed some downfield throws today. I'm not sure Purdy would have hit him, but Brady used to have, like, the best deep ball in the game and not anymore. All he could do today was dink and dunk. He had some downfield throws, missed him. He had the one nice throw to Mike Evans that didn't count, but other, other than that, he overthrew some, he underthrew some. I don't know. It's funny. Every time the Niners have an opportunity to get Tom Brady, they talk themselves out of it. Three years ago, they are like, nah, he's washed. He's washed up. Let's stick with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, are they thinking that now? He's washed up. Let's stick with Brock Purdy because we've seen him for five games. I don't know. Again, before, before this game, I'm thinking, I would bet money that Tom Brady is going to be the starting quarterback of this team next year. Now, Brock Purdy is just such a good story. And he's cheap. And he's young. And if he wins the freaking Super Bowl, why would you pull the plug on him? So, Tom, if you thought you were coming back to the, to the Bay, it, it may never happen for you. It might not. And it might not because of a kid named Brock. Isn't that funny? I bet he didn't see that coming. I bet the Niners didn't see that coming either. If they had seen it coming, maybe they would have played uh, Brock Purdy a little earlier. Uh, Rick H. got you. Joey Mellon says, start trade next year and have Purdy as a backup. Don't pull another Jimmy Garoppolo after five starts. Yeah, or have a competition. Or play them both. Have a two-quarterback system. I don't care. Figure it out. But the most important thing is keep him healthy because at this rate, whoever starts next year, it doesn't matter because the next guy's going to play too. Thanks for all your hard work and dedication, Grant. Thank you. I love watching your show because not only is it entertaining, but I learned so much from you. You're the, thank you. You're so nice. I appreciate you. Uh, Ethan says, BPTL, battle it out, is the best scenario next year. They both deserve an equally fair shot, and Kyle needs to let Trey run the same offense, no gimmicks. And Kyle has to acknowledge the fact that if he has a quarterback competition, he can't determine a winner. He has no, idea, he has no ability to evaluate quarterbacks. So maybe the quarterback competition should extend into the regular season because fr practice is not real football. Training camp is not real football. Preseason is not really real football. The Niners were never going to really know what they had in Brock Purdy until they put him in a freaking game and let him do his thing. Got to do the same thing with Trey. Uh, JC, new member, thank you. R&R says, crazy thing is I don't see Brock losing any games at JG1, but I do see Brock winning games at JG lost. There's no way, yeah, I, I don't think Brock would have lost to Denver. I mean, a big reason the Niners lost is because that was Jimmy Garoppolo's first start and he was rusty. Kyle Shane is all about roster politics, not best player up. Yeah, it's like that blinds him. Crazy. Tony says, should the Niners go get Beckham since Debo will be out? Oh, I'm going to talk about that. Just wait up. Just, just, just wait for it. Justin says, facts, Barry Bonds, TB12, Sarah Goat. <laughs> Kendrick, thank you. Okay, moving on. Debo Samuel injured his ankle today. Uh, fumbled on the play, grabbed his knee, stayed down, got up, went back down, got carted off the field. Um, 
it looked like he tore his ACL. Then it was re- reported that it was an ankle injury, and now it's being reported that the Niners expect it's a high ankle sprain. It's a four- to six-week injury. The Niners have, what, four weeks left in the season, so that means he should be back for the playoffs. I don't know if it'll be 100%. Maybe he won't be back for the wild card round, but it looks like they don't necessarily need him to beat a lot of teams. I mean, they didn't miss a beat without him today, and frankly, he's having a bad year. He's having a bad year, especially as a wide receiver. That's why the Niners keep giving him carries. And in this game, he had a beautiful, like, what, 16-yard touchdown run. He is a great running back in the high red zone. 10 to 20 yards out, you absolutely want to give him a, a, a carry or a screen because he just might score. But they give him this this uh, carry up 21 near midfield on, like, second and long. I don't like that because you know the risk of running anyone. I mean, running backs get hurt. So if you're going to play your highest paid wide receiver at running back, there's got to be a real good reason to do it. Oh, you're in the low red zone or the high red zone and it's a tie game. Absolutely. The reward, the risk is you're playing him at running back, he could get hurt. The reward is a potential touchdown. Yeah, do that. But at midfield, the reward is maybe a first down if he gets eight yards. And the risk is he's playing running back, he could get hurt. So... He ran between the tackles. I know it was an outside run, but he cut it back, went between the tackles, got hurt. Then Jerry Rice went on Instagram and said, Kyle, stop running your skill players between the tackles. Fair point. Bill Walsh didn't do that. Not as wide receivers. You're paying Debo Samuel way too much money to do this with him anymore. And last year you did it, Kyle, because you had to. It was a necessity. Mostert went down. Elijah Mitchell was in and out of the lineup. You needed to change the pace back. You didn't have one. Debo was playing well. You, you gave him that role. Now... You have Christian McCaffrey, who's playing well, and Jordan Mason, who's running extremely well. You didn't need to give Debo Samuel that carry, especially up 21. You got Jordan Mason involved in the second half, he ran well. But if you'd gotten Jordan Mason involved earlier in the game, made him the number two back, Debo Samuel be healthy right now. So, I don't understand Kyle Shanahan's usage of his players sometimes. I don't understand how it took him 14 weeks to get Brock Purdy on the field. I don't understand why he keeps running his most valuable players between the tackles like he's surprised what's going to happen. But he needs to stop. And if you don't believe me, ask Jerry freaking Rice what he thinks of Debo Samuel's usage. I've been saying it all year. You're going to get him hurt. You're lucky he hadn't gotten hurt earlier playing running back like that. So what happened now? When he comes back, knock it off. If Jordan Mason or Christian McCaffrey get hurt and you need, look, if you're at the 16-yard line, in the red zone, by all means, give the ball to Debo Samuel. Any other time, you got Mason and McCaffrey. Mason's averaging five yards a carry. McCaffrey's extremely dynamic. What are you doing, Kyle? Don't get him hurt. Because if you count Debo as a running back and Trey Lance as a running back, you've gotten six, You've gotten 12 running backs hurt in six years. Stop it. Knock it off. So avoidable. And we should all be talking about what a genius you are, what a great job you did, but frankly... This is a problem, what you did with Debo today. You. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Josh Wyatt says, please stop saying Brock is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Mullins had a better debut and we already made this mistake. Let's wait till the league has a book on BP. That's a fair point, but I'm going to say it. Look at that skill set, man. He's throwing down the field. He's scrambling. My only question is, can the Niners keep him healthy? And I don't know if they can because they can't keep any quarterback healthy. But the skill set is such a stark difference. 
all the things that Jimmy Garoppolo is bad at, this guy actually wants to do. Jimmy Garoppolo stopped throwing downfield after he missed Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl. This guy doesn't have that PTSD. He doesn't have that scar tissue. I'm sorry. I'm real encouraged. I think the Niners' Super Bowl odds are better with Brock than they were with Jimmy. I, I do believe that. I think Trey Lance has been treated unfairly. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. But his story isn't over. TB12 got whooped and he makes out with his son. No thanks. Wow, I, I didn't see that coming at all. Wicked Curse says Brock Purdue don't look rusty in his first start. It's true. Jesus says if Brady comes, do you see all the free agents coming back and you keep Purdy and Trey and trade one? I keep them all. Why, why give away a young quarterback before you really know that much about him? The reason they call Brock Little Bosa is because his legs are as big as Bosa's. He does have big legs. Jeff Wilson hurt nothing new. Is that right? Sorry to hear that. Anoop says Brock is a shining star. JP is a stud. What other star talent is Kyle leaving on the sideline? Jason Poe, Nick Sakell at center. Jason, uh, Jalen Moore at right tackle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he, he lucks into these guys. He doesn't play them. Someone gets hurt. They go in the field, and they're like, oh, man, this guy's better than the starter. Every time, Jerick McKinnon's big bust, oh, you got Raheem Mostert. Tevin Coleman, terrible, you got Elijah Mitchell. Every time. It's amazing. Reuben Foster, no good, you got Dre Greenlaw. Grant, please call out Kyle about this Debo injury. I will, but at the same time, it's a six-game winning streak. I really can't come down too hard on him. What's up with Kittle? Dude used to be a beast. Now he gets two catches and 25 yards every game. He's not a beast anymore. Not a beast anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Decent, though. I don't know what to say. He's just I, not that great anymore. He's decent, though. So, Odell Beckham Jr. is out there. He's a free agent. Should the 49ers sign him? It's possible they won't have Debo the rest of the season. He should return for the playoffs. But we don't know what his condition will be. And, frankly, he's had a terrible year as a wide receiver. He's been much better as a running back. And now you think the Niners probably won't use him that way anymore because they got him hurt. So, should they go sign Odell Beckham Jr.? I mean, I guess. It couldn't hurt. I mean, adding another player who's decent to your roster couldn't hurt. It's not my money. And if they have cap space to bring him in for a one-year, you know, little run, fine. Uh, I don't think he's the player he was, you know, a couple years ago. He's torn his ACL how many times? How old is he? I think he's gonna. Be, he's not what he used to be, but is he better than Ray Ray McLeod? Maybe. I love Jawan Jennings, big fan, but I, to me, he's a slot receiver. I don't know if you want him starting outside, running all the routes. Sorry, Jawan. So yeah, if Odell wants to come and play with Brock Purdy, sign him up. Uh, I did hear Odell Beckham say recently that he doesn't want to play in the regular season anymore. He only wants to play in the playoffs, which to me is a <laughs> loser's attitude. Like, who are you, man? He's still the guy that made that one one-handed catch one time and is like, you know, canonized because of that. Now he just he just wants to play in the – earn it. I don't really like his whole attitude. And uh, I, to me, he's a uh, – he's a diva. He needs attention. He's drawing out this whole, you know, free agent team search – you're not even in the league, and he's doing interviews, and, oh, is Odell going to go here? I don't know. I'm not against it, but there's something. It's like sign him while holding your nose, you know? Like, eh. Couldn't hurt, but I'm not extremely excited about bringing Odell Beckham Jr. into the locker room. I don't think they – I don't think he would do that much. But is he better than Ray Ray? Yeah. 
Bob H. Back to say I told you so. My lawyers have also told me to walk back my previous statement. It's come to my attention that Trey don't love them blank with Brock at QB. Make room for that ring. Man, I got to really start vetting these comments before I just throw them up. <laughs> uh, I think that's the show. I think it's the whole show and nothing but the show. Yep. All right. Well, short week. Tomorrow we'll find out about more injuries, Debo and Purdy. Tuesday they have practice. Wednesday I fly to Seattle. Thursday they play. Friday come back. Feed Ayuk, a.k.a. the best wide receiver on our team. I don't think you got to tell Brock Purdy twice about that. Odell, what about Danny Craig? Ha! Danny Gray? Good for Danny Gray for catching that ball. Um, everyone thinks Kyle is a great coach for the Niners, but he's, but yet he's only two games above 500 as the head coach. Yeah, well, now he's got Brock Purdy. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. I'll be back tomorrow with Ryan and Larry and then Tuesday with my dad. Have a great night. Enjoy this and watch all my videos. <laughs>